Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So I was in the shower, I was cleaning my ass and making all the shirts all sparkly, spanking clean. I'm not the funny one, I'm the pretty one. Cock shots. <laughs> I just checked myself out. The glory hole is like a, a like dick theater. I imagine you're going to Which means your pants had better come off. Mama needs playtime. We're not sluts. We just love love. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another week of By the By. Hello. How's everybody doing out there? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been another week mm-hmm. and um, we've got uh, another week of lockdown. So yeah. we've been relatively boring over the last uh, seven days. Mm-hmm. You know, going to work, working, coming home. <laughs> And then wearing masks everywhere we go. Yeah. Yay. So. Uh, and masks that work for those of us who work outside the home. Right. I don't wear a mask yep. because I work from home. Yep. Sometimes I wear a mask out of solidarity. I forget though. Sometimes it's just on and I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, I do have this thing on my face. <laughs> <laughs> so what it feels like to have uh, a beard. <laughs> it's basically, yeah. Like, oh yeah, I forgot I had this thing on my face. <laughs> and it keeps me warm. So yeah. Yeah. Um, that's half of why I wear one when I walk to work is just to keep me warm. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yep. We uh, have some things coming up, hopefully, mm-hmm. in the not-too-distant future. The next Pendulum Party at Our Secret Spot, provided that we are out of lockdown, is... July 16th. Oof. Not too far yeah. away. <laughs> we'll see if it happens. Uh, I am going to go ahead and call it. I think that it will be postponed. I suspect so. Wah-wah. We'll see. So, bummer. We'll hope for the best, but, yeah. you know, yeah. But, uh, yeah, our our lockdown is at least going through July 9th. I'm going to guess it's going to go at least a week longer. Just, so, yeah. 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 Uh, but that's okay. So, we'll just talk to Lawrence and Jess and schedule the, schedule it as soon as we can afterwards. Yep. Yeah. Yep, so, yep. worry not, fair listener. We will still have a pendulum party swinging by in the not-too-distant future. Mm-hmm. Uh, also coming up is the erotic ball. Mm-hmm. And that is September fourth in Townsville. Can anybody tell who my calendar is? Yes, <laughs> I have a job. Yes, <laughs> September fourth up in Townsville, mm-hmm. up in uh, the land of Queens or Queensland. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, everything is going smooth sailing for them. Uh, very excited to hear how that goes. We, of course, um, at this point, can't even leave our state. So uh, we'll hope for the best on that. And uh, yeah, that'll be that'll be exciting. And then in November, life on the swing set takes desire. <sighs> yes, once again, life on the swing set takes desire. Something that uh, if you can go, you should go. 
Oh yeah, it's an amazing it's experience. A, such an amazing experience. Listen to some of our past podcasts where we did podcasts live there, and then we podcast about the experience, and it's just great. So Desire is an amazing, 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 and amazing place. Yeah, so many good people going, and yeah, definitely gonna miss them for sure. Yeah, we're already already getting already we're already we're already getting <laughs> messages from some folks uh-huh. saying that they're gonna miss us. And yeah, we're, like, oh, we're gonna miss you too. Yeah, two years in a row of not going. Wah, wah. I know. Sucks. We're going to be raring to go whenever we can. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, yeah, uh, that's uh, what's coming up and going on. Yep. Um, this past weekend, we had an impromptu Discord gaming night where we played Jackbox, and that was fun. We had some folks swing by for that. Yeah. That was, that was exciting. Jackbox is a great game. I like yeah. that. Good, it's, good a fun, it's a fun one for crowds, you know, big or small kind yeah. of thing, so... You get pervy people together and see what you come up with. We're all just dirty motherfuckers, and I like it. Yeah. I support it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was really good to chat with some folks uh, that we hadn't talked to in a while and some that we'd never talked to, so that was good. Yeah. And uh, looking forward to the next official game day. We just did this like impromptu. It was like, hey, do you want to do this? Yes, let's do it. Boom. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we got one coming up. Uh, we'll, I say we will have one coming up as soon as we <laughs> figure say, out. do we now, Mr. Calendar? <laughs> well, as soon as we figure out what the calendar looks like and, uh-huh. and how things are going. <laughs> Keep your ears peeled and your eyes open. I don't want to peel my ears. Peel your ears. I kind of like mine. Great. (laughs) Yeah, it'll be a good time. Uh, if you want to be a part of that, join our Discord server. Uh, Join us on patreon.com slash by the by podcast and you can can hop on the Discord server. Woo. Yeah. Woo. (laughs) That's me being excited. (laughs) It was fun. I like it. It Uh, was. So, do we have anything else that we need to talk about? I don't think so. All right. That's really it. Yeah. At this point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, what are we uh, talking about this week? So this week, I kind of went down a little bit of a rabbit hole the other night. Uh, I found a study that talked about changes in sexuality and quality of couple relationships during the COVID-19 lockdown. <laughs> cool. So basically, so the the main study that I'm going to reference, so we're basically going to talk about like how have our sex lives and our relationships changed during the lockdowns or since COVID-19 basically. Yeah, fair enough. And it's tricky because I found this study, which admittedly was done early 2020. So this particular one's the, it was an online survey that started April 11th and then ended May 5th. Okay. And so basically what they were looking at was the fifth to the eighth weeks of lockdown in Italy. So this was an Italian study. Mamma mia. Yes. Uh, so I'll go ahead and reference it now. This one was done by Marta Panzeri, Roberta Ferrucci, Angela Coza, and Lilibeth Fontanesi. Easy for you to say. Yes. Uh, a number of different departments and universities in Italy, it looks like, that they're part of. Uh, if anybody's interested, I can send you a link to it. But basically... I was a little bit kind of like, this is unfair because this was the be- really the beginning of things. We didn't know at the time. Right. But it was the beginning of very extended lockdowns for a lot of places. Most places, really. Uh, so I was kind of like, you know, how good is the data going to be? How representative is it going to be still to this day? But I've actually since found a number of other studies done in different places around the world. Different time frames, but still all kind of early 2020-ish. Not, nothing really into 2021 yet that I've seen. And... Um, but they all kind of have similar trends. So I'm going to basically, we're going to talk about the data in this particular study and, and how representative it is, it is of us, like you know, how we relate to it. Uh, 
but it's also very equivalent to other studies as well. So uh, I even found an Australian one that had like a thousand something people in it. And it was, again, very representative, right. very similar. Fair so enough. Yeah. Yeah, cool. So we're just kind of going to go through this and, and see how our sex lives and relationships have changed. And then, and, and I mean, a lot of people kind of know where ours have changed, but we can still talk about it. Yeah, you betcha. Yeah. Uh, so the first thing... Uh, I guess we can talk about the demographics of the study. There, so this study was very small. It was 124 people. And seven, I mean, that's hardly a study. That's more of a survey. Yeah. Well, it was. It was an online survey, oh, okay. basically. Uh, but again, like I said, I'd seen some other ones, very similar, whatever. So we're not going to worry too much about that. But okay. that was one of the limitations that they did note uh, in the discussion was that it was very small sample numbers. Gotcha. Uh, it was 73% female. Uh, people were represented from ages of 23 to 60 years. They were mostly heterosexual, so only 4% were bisexual and 1.6% homosexual. Right. So largely heterosexual population. Yeah. Uh, it would be good to see something like this done with a little bit more of the LGBTQ community included. Um, there are a lot of people, it looks like only about 23% of people worked outside the home. And then some partly outside the home. So most people were either working at home or not working. Okay. And then, of course, this this was all in Italy. And so 58% of the people were living with only their partner, 33% with their partner and children, 4.8, so almost 5% with their partner and other family members, and then 4% partner and other people. Okay. okay. So these are all partnered couples as well. Yeah. So not, you know, singles or anything like that. Right. Yeah, you know, that's that's the demographics that are part of the study. Cool. It's, it's not entirely representative, yeah, but, but it's, it's something to go it's on. It's an idea, and, yeah. yeah, and we'll you know, we'll, we'll judge the data harshly. Exactly. That's what peer review is all about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it was interesting because they overall found that, uh, as you would expect, for many people there was a decrease in sexual pleasure, in satisfaction, desire, arousal. And a lot of that's due to stress, lack of sleep, lack of privacy, anxiety, that type of thing. Uh, so, yeah, so a lot of those things are what we would kind of expect now that we've been in the pandemic for a lot longer. Yeah. And we, we've seen a lot of these trends going on, I think, in us, particularly. Like, I've seen it in myself. Sure, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, we've seen it in us as a couple. Uh, and so it is good to note that some of these couples in the study were separated and then so actually living in different households, whereas they weren't necessarily before because Italy at the beginning had a very snap lockdown. Right, yeah. So some people were actually separated. And then others were together a lot more than they would have been, both in working from home, but then also, you know, some people travel, you know, a bit for work, that type of thing. And some of them are also uh, locked in with kids and parents that they aren't normally around and aren't around that much. So a lot of different kind of dynamics in the household that would definitely impact our how we feel and our sexiness and our yeah. ability to have intimate relationships as well. I can't imagine being locked down with children and parents at oh, God, the same no. time. No, no. Like I can't. That sounds horrible. I mean, I can't really imagine with either. <laughs> no, I can't imagine either, but both together, it's just like, yeah. oof, so many diapers. And think about all the people with kids that had to homeschool. Yeah. And you, I mean, that's not really something you expect to do. When and you're you not going to feel sexy after that. No, you're not. Not have to deal with that all day. Uh, so, 
uh, and a couple of other studies, I'm going to reference this real quick. In the U.S., there was a study that showed that there was a general decrease in vaginal sex between couples. Okay. So again, largely heterosexual. Right. Uh, in the U.K., 60% of people at this point did not have sex in isolation, and others were at least one time a week. So okay. again, a big decrease in sexual activity. Um, and... But what was then interesting, so these are kind of a few different studies that I'm referencing here. It'd be also interesting to note if, and I wish they would have said, what their pre-lockdown yeah. was. Like, yeah. if you went to once a week, I think for some people that's like, wow, that's a lot. Yeah. Like, we're once a month. Yeah. But for these couples to report as once a week, it'd be nice to what know. What were you yeah, before? what were you before? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so some people in a really long quarantine, once that kind of went on for a lot longer, they showed an increase in sexual activity. And then, but then there was another study, and I think it just depends on where you are and, and your sample set, because there's another study that then said 43.5% of people showed a decrease in sexual activity and frequency and quality, even once they included experimentation and getting, you know, trying some BDSM and that type of thing, and like just putting some different things into their sex lives. They still had a decrease in sexual activity. So I think it really does depend on the study. Um, but overall, most of them did have in common that there was, of course, an increase in porn consumption, which you can go to Pornhub and look at right, the stats yeah. and see that. And there was a, generally most studies said a 10 to 30% increase in masturbation. Hmm. So yeah. you're boredom, you know, stuck at yeah, home. Stuck at home. What <laughs> yeah. are you going to do? Yeah. Yep. And it's easy, predictable. Yeah. And especially depending on what other things you have to do, what other pressures. And if, like for us, you know, one of us works outside the home, one doesn't. So then you're stuck here even more by yourself, whereas you would normally have, you know, other interactions. Some sort of outside stimulation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, But it's just so funny how all the different studies, and, and most show a general decrease, but there are some that show an increase. And I think maybe it's just... Where do we average it out and say, okay, no change? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. Uh, interesting, yeah. But then, so what this study then looked at as well, there are four main categories that they were particularly interested in, and that was uh, changes in sexual desire, changes in arousal, frequency or difficulty of orgasming, and then frequency of sexual intercourse. All right, say those again. Sexual desire. Okay. Arousal. Okay. Uh, how frequently or how difficult it is for you to orgasm. Okay. So ag- orgasmability. Orgasmatron. Okay. <laughs> is, that a, is that a word? <laughs> well, it is now. And then frequency of sexual intercourse. Okay. Okay. Yes. So do you know where, where you, I, we sit on these scales? Okay. Okay. Yes. On a scale of one to 10. <laughs> oh. oh. I don't know. What's okay. our scale? And these were just increase, decrease. Oh, okay. So, yeah. yeah. So, the first one was Sexual desire. desire. I will say that I, and so it's hard, too, because there's other variables. We got a puppy. Yeah. Like, suddenly we have a, a ball of fur that sleeps in between us. That it, that often, it, it is a barrier to sex, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. when we go to bed, you're curled up around the dog, and I'm on the side of the bed, right? Uh, so, it's it does... Is it the dog or was it COVID? Yeah. And like, he's sweet, but partially, I mean, I'm blaming the dog. I, I would tend to agree. Um, uh, and to he's some too degree. chicken to sleep on the outside of the bed. <laughs> like, he's like, oh, fall off. It's a pretty high bed and he's a pretty little dog. Yeah, but still. 
Now, I would say that a good portion of it for us probably was the dog. Uh, he's getting better about recognizing when we go to bed and we're going to have sex. Yeah. And he's like, oh, seriously, y'all going to do that? But I'm ready to curl <laughs> but up. But it's sleep time. <laughs> but yeah, now he's, I would say a good portion of it is that. But some of it was just just exhaustion. Well, yes. Because yeah. I was working a lot and not around a lot. And so, you know, some of it was just, I'm just fucking tired. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, I think for me, desire probably decreased by about 20 to 30%. Mm. That's my guess. Yeah. Yeah, it was just like, meh. Yeah. And it's one of those things, too. It's funny because it's, it's, it is it's a bit of that, well, you were working like a lot more and I was working a bit more. Mm. And it is one of those like oh, on the weekends, not only are you tired, you're also sort of of the mindset of like, well, we could do it later. Yeah. Like we'll do it tomorrow. We'll do it the next day or do it, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And when you're constantly putting things off like that, it ends up being a, oh, uh, well, it's always a tomorrow. Well, it, we'll do it tomorrow. And the next thing you know, a week's gone by. Yeah. And, like, oh, yeah. yeah. We didn't have sex this week. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. So it is, it's interesting, but, um, so the next one. And I would say also part of it was, like you said, you keep putting it off and you think it can, we can do it tomorrow. We can do it tomorrow. And some of that was also just not knowing when this was going to end or when yeah. things were going to change. Maybe that's it. When things were going to change, how long are we going to be in this kind of triage mode? And, and if you think it's going to end soon, it's going to end sooner. Like there's going to be a break or we're going to have a moment to breathe at some point soon. So we can wait until then. But then it goes on and on and on, and there is no break. There is no moment to breathe. And the next thing you know, you're you know six months down the track, and it's like, fuck, where did that time go? Yeah. Where did our relationship go? Yeah, yeah, it's true. You know, uh, you know, and again, there's other things to factor in here. Like, you know, there was a there was a presidential election, which also adds stress. Like, even if you're even with us living in Australia, we still watch the news and we still watch oh, yeah. what uh the the you know the comics Colbert John Oliver John Oliver etc yeah. um but you know that's it's still there's there's that stress of um is the is the US going to continue to be stupid uh, <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with these fucking idiots uh you know and that just adds more stress yeah stress and anxiety stress anxiety yeah. and and the last thing you feel when you're, I think when my stress, when my stress levels are up and anxious is sexy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, so the study here showed that 12.1% of men and 18.7% of women had an increase in sexual desire. Okay. And 18.2% of men and 26.4% of women had a decrease. So there was a higher decrease than increase. By about double. However... Majority of people said there was no change, and more men than women said there was no change. And a common theme throughout this, uh, spoiler alert, is that <laughs> women were impacted more than men. Now, this study was also very female-heavy. It was, you know, 73% female. Sure. But that also held true in other studies as well, is that it seems like women were typically more affected than men were. Sure, and that makes sense, I think, in a... Again, looking at the Italian society, and also I'm going to say the U.S., where on average, women are now both working outside the home mm -hmm. and are the ones that are expected to cook, clean, laundry, 
much of the child rearing, I mean, this is, it's sort of just a societal norm, right? Yeah. That That's what the ladies do. And when you're doing all that stuff, plus the stress of a global pandemic, well, yeah, sure. It does seem yeah. pretty logical that women are going to be affected yeah. more. Yeah. I just thought it was interesting that overall you've got more than half the people said that there was no change in their sexual desire. Yeah. I find that surprising. I do find but, that sur- yeah. surprising. Yeah. What is wrong with you people? No. <laughs> Okay, so then the next one. Okay, okay. Arousal. Arousal. <sighs> I mean, I guess define arousal. <laughs> Don't say the act of being aroused. <laughs> um, like, are we talking about like the, so desire means I want to have sex. Is arousal meaning I am capable of having sex? Are we uh, only talking erections and fluids? It, well, I think it's, yeah, the physiological response to okay. ha- getting ready to have sex kind of thing. So, yeah, like like if I came in and said that I wanted to have sex, besides you wanting to or not wanting to, could you? Yeah. Like, could you get an erection? Like, could you kind of get out of your own head enough to be in the moment and to do this thing? Well, I mean, it is one of those things that's funny because I think uh, some of the times when you would come in, it's like, you'd be like, let's have sex. And I'd be like, ugh. <laughs> <sighs> All right. And then, but as soon as we start, I'm like, oh yeah, this is fun. <laughs> like, <laughs> it is one of those, it's funny because it's kind of like, I don't want to do it. And then you start doing it and you're like, okay, yeah, this is enjoyable. It's like starting a lawnmower. You just got to pull the cord a few yeah, times. Yeah, exactly. That's basically the dog's looking at me like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Um, I'm a lawnmower man, but not the bad movie yeah, no. or the worst short, short story. Anyway, uh, yeah, it is one of those things that you're kind of like, meh, until it happens. And then I had no issue. So I would say I was probably not affected yeah, I would say not, or if any, maybe slightly decreased, but not really. And I, the, the gauge I would use for that is when we did go back to the Swingers Club and we were able to go back and be around people again. And like, I had no problem, you know, wanting to be with people and being able to be with people. And like, right. you know, it's like, a, let's, let's do this. Like at that point I was ready. Let's do this. Yeah. And I guess I would say for me as well, like if we're going to talk about going back to desire. So one of the things for me that really, I would say did impact desire as well, besides just kind of the normal stresses and and time pressures and being tired and all that is that I feed a lot on being around people. Yeah. Yeah. And so not being around people, not being in sexy environments, not flirting, not kind of having that to feed on did impact me. And it's kind of not forget, but it's one of those, like when we, you know, would even be around like one of the boyfriends. It's like, oh yeah, this is fun again. I kind of forgot. And, <laughs> yeah, it's true. And you know, so you kind of get in that like, it's easy to get into. I'm going to say a bit of that mopey kind of just lazy, maybe lazy headspace. Yeah. But then being around people again, it was like, oh yeah, no, this is this is great. And so me being more extroverted, that really helped to get out and about. But while it's just you know us stuck at home doing all the things, it's I mean it's terrible to say, but it's hard to. You know, really kind of get that charge going. Yeah, it's funny. I guess when you see somebody naked twice a day, every day, and you sleep with them and you're naked, and you're like, eh. I mean, I still like to see you naked a Hashtag lot. Hashtag romantic. Like, I looked up this morning and I was like, holy shit, like seeing you standing in the kitchen. But yeah. Yeah. Still, like, but it is, I don't know, there's something about that difference, and that's why we're non monogamous, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you betcha. 
that's funny. Um, but yeah, I would say as far as arousal goes, like when the opportunity was there, or like like you said, like if you were said, I want to have sex, or let's, do you want to go play, or whatever, then right. yeah, no problems. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, yeah. cool, let's do this, let's do this. Uh, so in this study, there were 15.2% of men and 20.9% of women that had increased arousal. Say that again, 15... 15- 15% of men and 21% of women, basically. Okay. okay. And then 12% of men and 21% of women decreased arousal. Okay. So very similar numbers increased and decreased, but still that's, you know, 30 to 35%. So that means most people, there's no change in arousal. Yeah. What? Wow. I'm just so, amazed by that. I yeah. figured that people would be affected more. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. All right. It's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. I guess, yeah, I guess I can see that, but still, I, I'm surprised that the change isn't nearly as what I expected it to be. Yeah, and that's part of why I'd like to see something that's done a lot more long term. You know, now that yeah. we've now that we've been doing this pandemic thing for a year and a half, many places were locked down for a good portion of that. And that's the thing. This was done last April, April 2020, and April to May, yeah. April to May 2020. Yeah. So, like, they were in the fifth to the eight weeks of lockdown. That's not a long time at all, really. We, we thought it was. <laughs> we were wrong. <laughs> we were wrong. Um, yeah, I mean, fifth to eighth week, that's really, that's nothing mm. in I, hindsight. So I, it would be interesting to take those same people and have them do another survey mm-hmm. now. Yeah, because again, it goes back to, at some point things are going to... Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com ACAST. That's greenlight.com ACAST. Let up at some point, it's going to get better. At some point, we're going to, you know, be able to move around more freely. Things are, it's not going to, we're not going to have these same pressures anymore. But then now it's kind of like, well, this is our new normal for who knows how long, maybe yeah. ever. Yeah, this is us now. <laughs> yeah. This is the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. Marmar. All right. Um, <laughs> do you want to take a quick break and then come back to the second half? Yeah, yeah, we can. All right, cool. Is your lockdown lifting? Are your loins needing love? Are you looking for life? If yes, go to altplayground.net and uh, join, sign up, fill out your uh, profile, put yourself out there and find someone to play with. Either chatting or touching or fucking. I don't know. You can do all of it. Just go to altplayground.net, fill out the, the profile, create a, 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 a conversation starter, find you some friends, and then, uh, yeah, have fun. Altplayground.net. 
if you are still in lockdown, go to adamandeve.com. Find you a new toy to play with. Uh, go to adamandeve.com. Browse their giant list of uh, toys and, 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 and sexy things. Put something in your cart. When you check out, use the checkout code by the by. That's B-Y-T-H-E-B-I. And when you do, you'll get an item at 50% off. You'll get free shipping, some videos on demand that you can watch while you wait, and then also some extra stuff thrown in your box just for you. That's adamandeve.com. Use the checkout code by the by. And uh, yeah, we'll see you in lockdown lifts. So I just have to uh, tell everyone out there that while you're doing the commercials here, uh-huh. I'm de-stuffing one of the dog toys because, you know, he's gotten into it and we don't want him to get all the stuffing and things on the inside. Because he eats the fucking cotton. Yeah, yeah. But I'm basically feeling up this little alligator crocodile thing's tail. Nice. Because that's the last little bit of stuffing that's left. So I get to I get to feel his tail. Wow. that's Got my finger in his hole. You, yes, you do. <laughs> Unfortunately, his hole is where his eyes used to be because Pippin's <laughs> eaten through them. Yeah. He's like, I don't like it looking at me. <laughs> Eat the eyes. Eat the eyes. <laughs> Basically, yeah. 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 They're, the, they're the fun parts to chew off. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, it's the softest part, you know. It's delicious. It's like a little, like a little peeled grape. You're sort of, <laughs> they're delicious. Oh, my God. <laughs> he made, I made that sound and he came running. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. Do you want to get on to the next? Sure, let's because the, the next thing was uh, orgasmatronability, orgasmability, uh, orgasmability. Yes, uh, or orgasmobility. Is it how fast you move when you're <laughs> orgasming? I don't know. Would the gentleman have like? The, I think he takes the crown on that one. Pew pew. <laughs> he like hovers. Yeah, he's high above everybody else. Yeah, yeah, yep. Uh, so I would say, as far as like. Difficulty orgasming or changes in orgasmability. I like this word. Yeah, We're yeah, going to make this too. a word. Orgasmability. Uh, I would say, yeah, as far as that goes, I don't feel like there was any change for me I whatsoever. I don't think there was any change for me either. Yeah, yeah. It, I feel like yeah. that was just as easy, not as frequent because of, you know, frequency, but. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I had no issue. No. Yeah. Because once we're having sex, I'm like focused on you. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, it doesn't. Most of the things pop out of my head. <laughs> I know. I just listened to what I said as well. God damn it. Yep. Most things just pop out of my head. Like pew, pew. <laughs> right. Which head? Shut up. Is there a little condom to catch all those little things coming oh, God, out? I don't know. It might be. Uh, okay. So six Point one percent of men and seventeen point six percent of women said they had difficulty orgasming. So that's really not bad. Okay. And so those of these people, fifteen point two percent of men and three point three percent of women said that they orgasmed frequently pre-lockdown. Okay. How many was that? Fifteen point two percent of men and three point three percent of women. Okay. And women went to down. They to seventeen point six percent said they had difficulty orgasming. Okay. Also defined so frequently. Seventeen percent of the three percent. Yeah, I guess so. But or also seventeen percent of the ninety-seven. I don't know. Also defined frequently. That was my thing. Yeah. Yeah. Man, math is hard. <laughs> people but, are like, I didn't come to this podcast to learn math. But that's actually not very many people really that 
had changes in orgasm, yeah. orgasm ability. Most right. people didn't really. Now so everybody take out your graphing calculator, type in the number five, eight, <laughs> zero, zero, eight, turn it upside down and giggle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think that one for us is kind of a boring one because there was no real change, nothing yeah, affected no. there. Yeah. And it looks like most people there wasn't really. Well, that's good. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. I mean, because once people are fucking, they're like, hey, I'm fucking. Because once you're in there, you're like, all right, we're going to do this. Once you're in there. <laughs> yeah, I guess we're doing this. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, uh-huh, uh-huh. take your mask off. <laughs> uh, so then, frequency of sexual intercourse. This was the one that I think is going to be the big one. Mm. Um, so for us, we probably went from on average, again, though, we had a new baby. Right. Um, who started sleeping in between us at month three. Uh, it was actually six. Was it six months yes, in? Yes. Oh, it felt like three months in. Anyway, we probably went from, I'm try, so I'm just going to use the old apartment as the, as the sort yeah. of the, where it was. Um, I'm going to say we averaged five to six times a week. Yeah. And now we average two times a week. Yeah. Yeah. We had a significant decrease. Yeah. Yeah. That's a decrease of math percent. <laughs> so You're so good with that math. For those of you out there, <laughs> it's a decrease of from 30%, 33% up to less than 33. God damn it. <laughs> A, I love it. You're doing a, drinks over there. You're just taking your sipping, yeah. watching me try to do math. Yeah. It's hard. One in six would be a lot less than whatever. Shut fuck. It, it's okay. There 18%? Was, there was a decrease. Aha. Is it 18%? I don't know. But yeah, there was, a, there was a decrease in our sexual intercourse activity. Yes. By yes. some percent. Yes, by some people percent. at home can do their goddamn selves. <laughs> Because this is your SAT trainer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and that for us, again, same things as... Maybe as that was the problem. I was too busy trying to do math. We weren't having sex. Because you're like, <laughs> will you come here? No, no, no. I'm doing math. Hang on. So one in five to one in six is is some percent. Yeah, that was basically it. Yeah, the, yeah some percent. That's it. Yeah. Eureka! <laughs> but yeah, I think for us it was, uh, again, all the things as before. It was... Just, just time, uh, stress, tired, yeah. anxiety, all that stuff. Um, ball of floof. But then also ball of floof. I mean, that was a, definitely a very big thing. Yeah. Uh, but then on the weekends, same thing. Or if evenings, or if there was a time where we were just, you know, kind of sitting around and we weren't absolutely exhausted, then it was like, oh, well, we're, you know, just kind of chillaxing. There'll be time tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's just, you always put it off and put it off. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, so in this particular study, though, it was 9.1% of men and 26.4% of women actually said there was an increase in sexual intercourse. So 10% of men, basically, yep. and 25% of women. Mm-hmm. Okay. 24% of men and 308 to 31% of women said there's a decrease in sexual intercourse. Wow. Yeah, which actually leaves very few Only people- Only 40% of women that had no change. Yeah, I was going to say that there's a lot fewer no changes in this grouping than there were in the other groups. Interesting. Yeah. So people were either like, I'd love to know the average age. Mm. Because, uh, actually, oh, do you have the ages? 
Maybe that might be part of the demographics. The the demographics. (laughs) Um, Yeah, because it is one of those things. It's like people are either like, oh, yeah, let's fuck. Or, God, I can't be fucked. So 60% of people were under 34, under 35. And then 30% were under 50. And then seven and a half over 50. Okay. So, yeah, fair, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. But I also think it's a matter of do you have the the time and the opportunity and availability to increase your sexual activity? Because there were a lot of people locked down who didn't have work to do. Right. Uh, Because it seems like for many people that we knew, it was one extreme or the other. You were either really fucking busy with work or you had nothing to do. Yeah, yeah. So you trapped at home. Yeah, and I can see that if we weren't working and we were at home, we would have had a lot more sex. Oh, yeah. But so I, I think it's just kind of that, you know, that opportunity is, yeah. is people were kind of one end or the other. Interesting. Because um, even like with this little lockdown that we've had just the last week or two, whatever it's been. Uh, it's already running together, folks. <laughs> it's been 10 days. <laughs> but we were uh, passing by somebody when we were out walking the dog today. And they were fucking. No. Oh. <laughs> she was talking on the phone and to somebody. She was talking on the phone and she's like, oh, yeah, so I've really used this time to catch up on my sleep and not oh. really do much else, but, you know, walk the dog. And she sounded so relaxed and it's like she's really just using this time to chill and take care of herself. I hate her so badly. And meanwhile, we're like working like mad. Yeah. You know, so. I'm glad I didn't hear that. I would have sicked, sicked, <laughs> sicked Pippin on her. What is the past tense of to sick? Is it sucked? Sicked. Sicked. I sicked. think it's sicked. Hmm. Yeah. I don't like that. Anyway, yeah. I would have uh, like, Pippin, kill! <laughs> Pretend she's your gator. Go for the eyes! Go for the eyes! Oh my god. Are you training him to be a killer dog? Yeah, he's going to yeah. be an attack dog. Oh, yeah. um, Cujo 2. Mm. This time, it's fluffier. He's he's so fierce. Yeah. So fierce. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the scary thing is, if you were trapped in a pinto... Mm-hmm. And he was rabid and running around the pinto. Mm-hmm. He could come in through the air vents. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to see just how fierce he is, go check him out on Instagram at Pip the Floof. <laughs> Angela's pimping the dog's Instagram again. <laughs> hey, we uh, haven't done that in a while. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, do I, feel I mean, like, I get it. Like, yeah. Uh, but it does, it does suck for some people mm. and it's, it's interesting because it does ultimately suck for everybody because people are either unemployed and can't work or they're overworked and exhausted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. And, and that was kind of some of what this looked at or discussed as well is the, for all of the ones that were positively impacted. So higher arousal desire, you know, increased sexual frequency, that kind of thing. What were the factors that influenced that? And a lot of people responded with more free time, more time with their partner, whereas yeah. before maybe they didn't have as much time with their partner, uh, less stress, there was boredom, they had more rest and relaxation uh, bored time. sex is the best. <laughs> hey, you want to you, you just, like, you want to just fuck? <laughs> well, you also- You betcha. Also, you're looking at ways to spice it up, right? Because if, if you are having more sex with your partner- you know, and you're stuck with your partner in a con- relatively confined environment, you're going to look for different ways to do things and yeah. different things to do. Yeah, fuck me in the ear. So I think it was a good time, whether people took advantage of it or not, it's a good time to explore things like like BDSM or just different positions. And, Did you, you say know? fuck me in your rear? No, I said my ear. <laughs> Go for my ear holes. Oh, my God. Shave my ears. Is that a new, new form of being ear tight? I don't know. <laughs> 
Ear tight? Yeah, ear tight. Uh-huh. <laughs> What'd you say? Ears are full of cum. <laughs> I feel like that's an infection hazard. Ugh. You might want to you might want to get that checked out. <laughs> yeah. Suck it out of my ears. Oh. Is that is that a, a type of like felching? It's a type something? of felching, yeah. We'll yeah. figure out what we're going to call it exactly. Okay. Um ear felching. Um Wait. I don't know. We're we'll going to have to come up with a term for this. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's my eerie canal. <laughs> oh, terrible. I don't know. I mean, it's good, but it's terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, so the positive ones, those were some of the the reasons that they listed. And then the negative impacts, of course, were stress. Also, forced cohabitation. Some people, it's a positive. Some people, it's negative. (laughs) I love it. It's like, will you marry me and live with me forever and ever? But not forever. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Uh, Yeah. Um, just getting in routine, like too much routine, anxiety, yeah. workload, privacy breaches. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm assuming that means children and parents I think so. and, and non people who live with you. I think, I think it's, yeah. <laughs> Cause privacy breach sounds like something that a CEO <laughs> serves you, like a lawyer serves you with. Yes. Or are privacy breaches the special pants that you wear that people can't see things? Pri- uh, yes, these are my privacy breaches. You can't see my privates. Uh-huh. So, so I, I'm assuming from children and parents or people living with you that you know are not yeah. part of the couple. Um, so here's some of the quotes that are actually listed in there. So some examples of answers received are more free time and better physical contact. Oh, that's nice. That's good. Stress and too much closeness 24-7. Oh, that's not nice. <laughs> I like you not that much. Get the fuck away. <laughs> <laughs> it's just i mean i get it but that's fuck that's depressing oh here's a good one interesting although i feel that my desires have increased and my partners have decreased because of stress and routine we talk about it freely and have sex almost every day oh yeah that's good See, communication yeah that's right even <laughs> if i don't want to i'm gonna do it for you <laughs> I, I thought you were gonna go with the although my desires have increased i don't actually like my partner <laughs> <laughs> I've set up a glory hole so that I can <laughs> I can find my my salvation elsewhere. Oh my gosh, no, no. Uh, let's see, where was another one? Um, difficulty in diverting thoughts from anxieties and worries. Yeah. yeah. More time to dedicate to sexuality as well as physical and emotional closeness as a couple. I mean, that they're makes it advan- sound romantic. Well, they're taking advantage of the time. Yeah. I mean, if you can. Yeah, do great. it. Great, yeah. yeah. Sure. <laughs> the children are always present and my wife is worried. <laughs> Just get them to hold the camera. <laughs> Mommy Wait. and daddy want to watch this later so we can judge each other harshly. <laughs> oh my, oh my goodness. And then uh, fear of contagion and stress related to the new restrictions. I mean, so, that's yeah. some people. Yeah, yeah. yeah Fair of enough. Course. So, uh, yeah. I, I guess the whole children thing makes sort of sense, but like, can't you just lock them out? <laughs> do it at like, Set an alarm for 1 a.m.? Yeah. Or if they have naps. I guess it depends on the age of children, too. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. No, no. Anyway. It's hard because we don't have children and we're not locked in with them. Yeah. Our child is, is you know, floofy. Mm-hmm. And we just wouldn't just throw him in the crate. Yeah. Yep. Go in, throw him. No. We place him gently in we, his crate. We tell him to go in his box. Yes. And he's like, oh, God, got to go in my box because you're going to go in hers. <laughs> it's true. It's so true. Yeah. Look at my wiener dog. Yeah. But it is good to see that, like, 
at least a fair number of people did take advantage and, you know, work on yeah. their relationships and promote that closeness and that type of thing. Well, at know? least 174 <laughs> some odd people, whatever. Some people did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All Italians. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, so there were some other studies around that were referenced as well. In the UK, 41% and Spain, 39% of people maintained their sexual frequency. Okay. So that's, you know, pretty good. I quick. mean, yeah. That's okay. That's not great. In the UK, 40%, that means 60% basically, either dropped or increased. Yeah. So basically 40% in both, yeah. right? Yeah. Roughly. And in the UK, as far as decreased uh, frequency goes, it was UK was 60% and in China, 37%. So Wait. That's, that's pretty huge in the UK. Wait, if that's accurate, then doesn't that mean that of the people who said that- Nobody they, increased in frequency. Nobody increased in frequency. I don't buy that. I don't buy that either. Want want Also, they're different. Suck it, science. Also, they're different studies. Peer review. I oh, see. There's your problem yeah. right there. So it's different studies, different sample sets. All Let's that. go back to the to the Italian study. Okay. Because that makes more sense. Like Luigi laying pipe. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> um, well, there really wasn't much more to it. No, I know. I was just okay. talking about this. The numbers. Oh right, right, right. And also, it was a mm. it was a pathway for my yes, Luigi I know. joke. Yeah, I, I just I, I was going to gloss over that one. That Fuck was, off. Yeah, yeah. Um. But again, you know, still small numbers of people, different studies have similar trends. But again, it's just, I mean, it's, I think what we really should take away from this is just that this has all had an effect on people and on their relationships. And I think we have to be patient with ourselves and our partners and our friends and everybody around us going through these things. And because it is going to affect everyone differently. And this was at the beginning of things. And think about now that we've kind of, you know, been doing this for a year and a half. For some people, that's going to be a big thing and weigh on them more. And for some people, it's kind of like, all right, this is the new normal. Now I've adjusted. Yeah. So again, everybody's going to respond a little bit differently to it. But we just, we have to be patient and try to be understanding and be communicative with each other about it. Yes. It goes back to those C's. Communication, communication, communication. Yeah. It's, it. I think it's, yeah, very important. Mm-hmm. But also probably very difficult. Oh, for sure. For sure. Especially, I I don't know, because again, I haven't really been here to be around all the time. But I imagine if you're around somebody all the time, you kind of assume that they know what's going on in your head and they know what's going on in your (laughs) life. But in actuality, they probably really don't. That's really funny, but accurate in a funny in a sort of like bit depressing kind of way but yeah you're right spot on even if you're around each other a lot you still need to talk about these things you still need to kind of let them in because they're not just going to magically read your mind because you're here yeah you know yeah yeah um so science yeah yeah ish <laughs> it's but shallow it's, science, it's, but good still to, science. it's good to have these studies though because like i said there's a lot of other studies that have been done as well a lot of other papers out there and and it will be interesting to kind of at some point get like a full picture of what this looks like and, and down the road to get a longer term picture of what this has looked like as we go along. And it's, it's good to have it documented because how else do we kind of look back and learn and, and see, you know, how did we end up where we are kind of thing? Yeah, definitely. Um, Cause you know, going back to talking about porn and watching mm, porn yeah. and all that, I just did a quick search uh, in March of 2020 um Visiting, so this is from uh, Pornhub's Insights website. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
March 23rd, Coronavirus Insights, and it says visiting Port and Hub is a daily routine for more than 120 million people, uh, and then et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, but with all the social distancing, yada, 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 uh, the long and short of it is worldwide traffic to Port Hub, Pornhub, was up 11.6%. So it did a huge jump. I wonder what that percentage would be now, because 11.6, March, that was March of 2020, right? Yes. Yeah. So I wonder what that would like. I wonder if that's either leveled off or if it's still kind of going up. So this is interesting just talking about because when was that? When were those studies? April to May. Mm -hmm. So in March, uh, this is just Italian traffic changes. Mm. So just Italy's traffic changes. Uh, On March 11th, which I think is right, 10th and 11th, which was right before their lockdown, Pornhub was sitting at 5 million people a day, visits mm-hmm. a day, mm-hmm. uh, on March, from a March 11th to 12th, it jumped by 57% to 55 million. Holy shit. So the spike is precipitous. Uh, it went... That's an, like, that's an instantaneous, big, huge spike. Yeah. So from the 8th to, it went two per, two, up 2.1%, uh, then up 5.3%, then up 57%. Wow. And then just slowly started to go back yeah. down. Uh, but yeah, it just it shows you how each lockdown, mm. the tra- the traffic to the site just mm-hmm. jumped. Because <laughs> people are like, what else are we going to do? You know what would be interesting is not really knowing like dates and timings of specific lockdowns in places is look at Pornhub traffic across the world, see where those big spikes are and see if you can accurately match when lockdowns came in. I bet you could. I bet I mean, you could. I don't think that yeah. would be difficult. Yeah, I bet that would be a pretty easy thing to do. Say this place was locked down at this time. Unfortunately, Australia isn't on this list because we weren't locked down at that time. No, we weren't. I mean, which is fortunate, but now we should look at it, right? Yeah. So, yeah, it's just kind of interesting to to see um, how things go. And and ultimately, what you find is that the real winner of COVID-19 is Pornhub. Porn, yeah. Yeah. Or porn in general, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So... Let us know what your porn experiences were. No, <laughs> let us know what your COVID uh, experiences were. And uh, be kind of curious to see what our listeners, how they feel that their relationships either grew or shrunk or increased or decreased. Or uh, stayed the same. Or stayed the same. Yeah. yeah. Did Were you one of the, the some percent that I'm going to guess is around 40 uh, that had no real change at all? Yeah. Business as usual. Uh Message us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at By the By Podcast. Email us, theatomsoflove at gmail.com. Go to our website, www.bythebye.com.au, or join us on our Discord chat. You do that by going to www.patreon.com slash by the by podcast. Supporting us there, that helps us uh, keep our lights on and uh, puts you on our Discord chat so we can all chat and, and uh, share goofy memes and sexy nude pictures and all the wonderful things. So, yeah. Yes. I uh, was just looking at our Discord chat now, and holy shit, there's been a lot of activity today. Yeah, there's been a lot of questions about you and ladies, so Ooh. we'll have to touch on that in a future episode. Yeah. Anything else you want to say? Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 